Osteoarthritis is a debilitating, painful condition that affects millions of people each year. With an ageing population, that number will only grow. Therefore, improving diagnosis is an important goal. I spoke with Tom Termazai from Cambridge University to learn more about osteoarthritis and his new method of diagnosis. So osteoarthritis is an incredibly common disease of human joints in which the cartilage layer wears away. This results ultimately in failure of the joint, which becomes a very painful and debilitating condition for individuals that are suffering from it. The lifetime risk of having osteoarthritis of the knee is 40%, so that's 4 in 10 people. So it is an incredibly common condition. What we face now is an increasingly elderly population as we all are no longer suffering from other conditions. And what we have is a population that's getting older and their joints are failing. And that is painful and restrictive. That has not just financial implications because of the costs around treatment with joint replacement, which we do about 160,000 a year, but it also has implications for not being able to work, not being able to contribute to society, not being able to go out and meet your friends, not be able to be with your family because you're so restricted from the pain and the inability to move. How do we go about diagnosing it? Usually a patient would present with pain and they would then perhaps see an orthopaedic surgeon in clinic at hospital and they would examine the patient and they would take a history and they would be able to consider the fact that osteoarthritis might be a diagnosis. Then they would have an x-ray and that would confirm or deny the presence of osteoarthritis. What have you done to improve on that? What have you changed? One of the standard ways that we interpret x-rays in order to look for osteoarthritis is to look at certain features such as how the bone is changing or how the joint space is changing, specifically narrowing. And what we decided that we would take, building on an existing research technique that we had been developing here in the engineering department, was to look at the joint in 3D as opposed to looking at it in 2D. But also, rather than humans making the measurements, why not allow the computer to make the measurement? And we have ultimately then created an algorithm that is able to measure the joint space at a joint in 3D automatically. How do you generate this 3D image from the patient? First of all, the patient has to have a scan. They need a computer tomography scan. So it's a little bit like an X-ray, except it does ultimately result in data that's 3D as opposed to being a flattened 2D image. It's one of the most common examinations that people have. You go into the hospital, it's one of these donut scanners that you pass through. It is very quick, and it does involve exposure to ionizing radiation. But what that can yield at the joints is information that can be built in 3D to be very representative of what is going on. Who stands to benefit the most from this technology? What kind of people? So first and foremost, we all want to try and help patients, and it's the patient outcome that we want to improve. We think that this could be of benefit for identifying people who are at risk of having osteoarthritis. So that may be through genetics, through risk factors such as being overweight, but also people that have injured their joint. For example, it could be a recreational athlete or even a professional high-level athlete. If they injure their knee, for example, they tear a cruciate ligament, they will rapidly develop osteoarthritis. What we're trying to do is be able to identify these people earlier so that we can offer supportive therapies or rehabilitation, physiotherapy, lifestyle modifications so that we can perhaps target how to improve outcomes for them and put off the need for a, a joint replacement, which is currently the only therapy that exists. That brings us on to the second application of this, which is to help researchers identify who is at risk of disease, who is progressing quickly, and whether any treatments that they have is actually working. Because the current standards x-rays are relatively insensitive, and that's where this technique comes in. It's more sensitive, and it looks at the whole joint. So through those virtues, we hope that we can be able to identify those that are responding to therapy, for example.